Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Well, Colin, we spent the last two or three weeks looking closely at the book of Hebrews and in particular wanting to understand what it has to say to us in our contemporary situation today. We've reached chapter 10 and verse 35. Now, I think this is a verse you're going to get very excited about. Well, we're entering now into another section which talks about faith. You remember when we were looking at uh, chapter 4 of Hebrews, there the writer was telling us all about the rest of faith. Uh, that the one who enjoys this resting in faith, in faith in God, is the one who has ceased from his own labors, ceased to do things in his own strength, and is in trusting in God, trusting uh, in his enabling and in his empowering. And we now come to another whole section on faith. Uh, I suppose chapter 11 is really known by everybody as as the chapter about faith, and we'll come to that in a, in a little while. But we're going to begin with this statement in uh, chapter 10, verse 35. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. Now, we need to understand, first of all, that to have faith in God is not simply to believe him or to believe in him, but it is to have confidence in him. It is to put your confidence in his word, your trust in his word, uh, that you rely on his word, you rely on his promises, you rely on him, you depend upon him. And such confidence, such trust, such dependence on the Lord is richly rewarded. Uh, Just remember that the scripture teaches us that without faith we cannot please God. Uh, He is the God who actually operates in our lives through faith. Faith is our response to his love, to his truth, to all that he is wanting to do in our lives by the power of his spirit. So uh, here is a tremendous truth for us to get hold of, that to believe Jesus, to believe God, is to have confidence in him, and such confidence is richly rewarded. So Jesus made many promises connected with faith. For example, you will receive whatever you ask in prayer if you believe, if you are confident that what you pray is assuredly going to happen. But then in verse 36 we read, you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. You remember Abraham inherited the promises of God by faith with patience. And I've said before that uh, the difficult thing perhaps about faith is the patience, is waiting for the outworking of God's promises in our lives. And so faith is not something that um, 
pray praise about something you know you pray about something in faith and then forget it or you get disappointed if it doesn't happen immediately if your confidence is in god if your confidence is in his promises especially concerning prayer then you are confident that as you continue in faith as you persevere in your faith and your trust and your confidence in him then that faith will be rewarded. You will see the outworking of that faith. You will receive what he has promised. But you see, the writer is saying here, you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, why sometimes are we subjected to these sort of delays, if you like, in the answering of prayer? It's because Everything that God does in our lives is in, within the context of his will for us. And, and so you're praying something, and God is outworking his will, not just in that situation that you're praying about, but in the whole aspect of your life. He wants you to depend upon him, to have confidence upon him day by day, to trust in him, to trust his word, to trust his promises, to trust his spirit. And then you see the fulfillment of what God is promising, you see, if you like, the reward for your faith and for your, your, the expressing of that faith in prayer in the right way at the right time because God is the Lord of perfect timing. But, you know, discouragement really does sap our faith, Colin, doesn't it? Well, now, that's a very interesting statement, Junior, because uh, you see... I don't believe it's real faith when that happens. That when there's real faith, um, we know that we know that we know. We, we'll see that this is what um, the writer says at the beginning of chapter 11, that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So real faith is sure and certain. Faith is not a question mark. Faith doesn't even have a question mark. Faith doesn't say, well, I'll pray about this and I'll see what happens. Or I'll ask God about this, but I'll be disappointed if he doesn't do it immediately. That's not faith. Faith is, is, comes from hearing God. You receive revelation from God. You pray according to the revelation that he's given you. And you're sure and confident that because the Holy Spirit is leading you, that which you pray shall surely happen. So when the writer says, do not throw away, I mean, when we throw something away, like a piece of paper, we screw it up and chuck it in the bin. It's a very deliberate thing that we do, isn't it? Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, he is saying, really, look, if you've begun well, persevere, continue and end well. Don't throw away your walk of faith, your dependence upon God, um, if, if you like, the, the way in which you have put your trust in him. Don't throw it away. Don't undermine your own prayer because you give up. And, of course, Jesus taught this same thing uh, about persevering in prayer and not giving up. So it's a very, very important lesson for us to learn. Not always easy, but Nevertheless, you see, when do people give up? When they're not actually believing God, but they believe the circumstances. They believe the problem. They believe that things aren't going to change. Well, um, faith in God 
believes that God is greater than the circumstances and that it doesn't matter how horrendous things may seem, God is able to change things, to deliver you, to heal you, to take you through whatever the problem or need is. So it's wonderful, this, this walk of faith. And, um, of course, in verse 38, we read, My righteous one will live by faith, and if he shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. So, you see, this is how important it is um, to persevere in faith. I, I think it's very easy to learn this lesson like this. Um, I think all of us, especially if we're Christians, but all of us want other people to trust us. And um, if we're being absolutely honest and open and sincere with someone, and uh, we want them to trust us to do whatever we say that we would do to them. And you know that the whole relationship breaks down if there's a breaking down of that trust. And you know when someone doesn't trust you. Now, I've been in leadership for many years, but I always know as soon as there is a lack of trust. If somebody doesn't trust me or trust what I've said, fortunately, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, then I'm immediately aware of it. And I think we're, we're all pretty sensitive like that. Uh, you know when somebody trusts you and you know when you don't. And when someone doesn't trust you, it, it, it's hurtful. You know, you want to reassure them. You want to encourage them. You want to say, well, look, I really do mean what I say. I, I am going to do what I've said I'm going to do. Now, you see, if that's true for us at a human level, how much more true is it with God? that he speaks to us, he wants us to trust him, he wants us to trust what he says. And I believe it offends God, it hurts God in a sense, if we stop trusting him, if we stop having our confidence in him, if we start thinking he's not faithful to his word. I mean, that's a terrible thing to charge God with because he is the God of faithfulness. But And I don't think many people would sort of say that in so many words. But the fact that they stop trusting him is what they are doing in reality. And take matters back into their own hands, into our own hands. Yes, I mean, they just give up. Mm. And you see, what uh, Jesus was teaching, what the writer to Hebrews is teaching here, is don't give up, persevere. Because it doesn't please God when we shrink back from that place of trust. And, of course, the, the chapter ends in verse 39 by the writer saying, but we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. And we can apply that, of course, to the salvation that we receive as a gift from God when we're born again. But we can also apply it to the outworking of our salvation uh, in the in the daily course of our lives, that we go on believing him, and by his grace, by his mercy, he saves us in one situation after another, and that's wonderful. And and uh, I mean, I've walked with the Lord for many many years now, known him for over fifty years, been in ministry for over forty years, and one thing that I can say with 
absolute certainty is that God is faithful. He will never fail you. And it doesn't matter how many times we may fail him. He will never fail us. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 